everybody, and welcome to another edition of Ohio DD Talks. I am your host, Michael Denlinger, as well as council member with the Ohio DD Council. Today on the show, we're going to be talking to you about advocacy and DD awareness. And what that means for anyone who may not know or may need more information is this month is dedicated to individuals with disabilities and um, advocating for things that we need and advocating for each other in the state and across the country. Today on the show with me, I have my esteemed guest, um, Sherry Cooper, who also is a former DD council member and uh, Nathan Turner, who's, who's been very big for years in the advocacy world. And they both have been very big and active in, in the advocacy community for years. And um, with that, we'll just um, get started and I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have Nathan and Sherry introduce themselves and tell you a little bit about themselves. Nathan, we'll start with you. How are you? I'm doing really well, Michael. Thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate it. And congratulations on the big opportunity that you have before you with the DD Council. I know you're gonna do great things and we're so proud of you and we're excited to see what's ahead for the council. Um, but just a little bit about myself. I'm from Holland, Ohio, which is near Toledo, Ohio. And I've been very active with self-determination at the Lucas County Board of Developmental Disabilities in their community inclusion department. I helped, I was the founding president, I'm still president of Salute, their advocacy organization for individuals with disabilities, self-advocates, Lucas Toledo. And I'm also uniquely on the board of directors for the Lucas County Board of Developmental Disabilities. So I'm positioned very well uh, to be able to give get feedback from individuals and families and deliver that feedback to board board administration, which informs how services are rendered. That that is that is great, Nathan, and and we're definitely going to get more into that. But right now, Sherry, let's turn it over to you. Tell us about yourself. How are you? I'm fine. And thank you, Michael, for having me today. And I would like to congratulate you as well on your opportunity that you, I'm sure you will tell the world about later. But my name is Sherry Cooper. I'm a graduate of St. Clair Community College. I'm a public relations assistant at Goodwill. East Hill, Miami Valley. I'm a former council member and I'm also a former national DD council member where I help vice chair of the committee. So that's me in the nutshell. I'm also a TED talker. Well, I've got some amazing guests with me today, ladies and gentlemen. Nathan, let's start out with you, sir. Tell us a little bit about how you got into advocacy and, and your early years of that and kind of how you got where you are and, and, and everything about what you're doing, you know. So really, I, I think my, my journey with advocacy had 
it, it began when I when I was really young. I, I got uh, services from the Ability Center of Greater Toledo, which is my local center for independent living. And I, I actually really recommend individuals with disabilities who want to learn more about advocacy to reach out to their local center for independent living because they have training on advocacy and peer supports and provide information on consumer control and information on public issues that are of interest to people with disabilities. So they're a great resource. So that's where I got my start. I was fortunate enough to have a training that was really designed for parents to advocate for children with disabilities. It was called Partners in Policymaking. And then from there, I got the opportunity to serve on a local commission for people with disabilities. And I attended university at Wright State University and increased my advocacy by serving on the Ohio Statewide Independent Living Council and also with the National Youth Leadership Network and the National Council on Disability Youth Advisory Committee. So I was really fortunate very early on to have broad experiences with respect to leadership and self-determination. And I was really fortunate to work with great role models who taught me that people with disabilities can do whatever they desire with the appropriate supports. That is great, Nathan. That is great. And um, I want you to touch on a little bit more, if you would, when you when you talked about local advocacy efforts and um, when you talked about parents and policymakers. And I, and I want to touch on that a little bit because um, as many of us know, you know, all three of us have been advocates for some time now and we've all we've all been around the block as they say a few times but we all we also know that it can that advocacy can also be done on small levels as well and like if you just want to advocate to make sure that your school is servicing people with with dd and making sure that they, they have what, what they need or if you want to make sure that you're local library is accessible for for people with disabilities or sidewalks in in your neighborhood and things like that so um so yeah, tell us a little definitely bit more than, so talk a little bit more about those no you're fine talk a little bit more about those local advocacy efforts because we want to make sure that people know that it's not just about the big stuff and it's about what you can do locally as well yeah, there's an expression in politics and policy that all politics is really local. So it is important um, for individuals with disabilities to develop relationships with their local community and their their local lawmakers and policymakers, because those are the people who you're going to, in most cases, be able to interact with most easily. And in, in many cases, they have you know, a lot of control or influence over some of these services and supports, you know, that we need on a, on a daily basis to access to really, I'm sorry, to really live our fullest lives. Um, so as I said, local, local policy making and advocacy is really important because it's essential to 
build relationships, but it but when I talk about local advocacy, that's anything from writing a letter to the editor of the newspaper to you know contacting a local or state rep with regard to an issue I know in uh, Toledo transportation is really big right now. So a lot of our individuals are writing to um, are writing to those staffers and exp explaining that transportation is really important and advocating for increased funding and also advocating to change the way that transportation is funded because we're so underserved in the Toledo area. So the story here is that you don't need to sit on a board or a commission to advocate for yourself. It can happen in many ways. And for a lot of individuals with developmental disabilities, some of their first experiences might be speaking up with respect to how their services are rendered with their service and support administrator. Thank you, Nathan. Um, Sherry, I wanna turn it over to you for a minute. Is there anything that you wanna touch on or mention with regard to local advocacy work or anything that you did in that regard? Michael, I actually think advocacy starts when you're young. I'm the youngest of six children. And when you're the youngest, as they call me the baby, you have to learn how to advocate for yourself. Especially when you got four older brothers and a sister, you gotta learn how to talk up for yourself. And advocacy can start with anything from ordering a pizza over the phone or getting the mail after mailbox. Advocacy comes all different types. A level. And I think the younger you start, the better. And I would like to see a program for younger people become more advocates. Because once we are gone, they're going to be the future of the world with advocacy. Sherry, I could yeah, I think I, I think I wholeheartedly agree with Sherry in, in that regard that the younger one can start learning about the core components to advocacy, the, the earlier they know themselves, the earlier they learn about assertive communication, the earlier they develop problem solving skills, those three things are going to build a foundation for them to fully learn and understand about their rights and responsibilities, and then also help other people with disabilities exercise their rights as well. So just remember, um, ladies and gentlemen, like, Whatever local advocacy, whatever advocacy you do, it doesn't just have to be on a big board or commission. It could be talking, it could be advocating to get your local library fixed through your sidewalks or talking to your neighbor if they park in an accessible parking spot and you have to say, hey, you know, um, my neighbor parks there and that's how they best get onto the sidewalk or, or calling your doctor's office and advocating for yourself or calling a friend's doctor's office and advocating for them because everything you do is so important and, and anything you do is important and you, you can and you do make a difference. And um, 
And as we all know, this is Legislative Advocacy and DD Awareness Month. And um, going with that, the history of advocacy, years ago in the 30s and 40s, it was our doctors and medical professionals who made decisions with regard to people with disabilities. And in most cases, we would really wind up put away in, in institutions, tucked away to be forgotten about forever. And in the 70s, parents groups got together and started to take over and change that, that paradigm and created a shift. And parents and guardians took over and, and really revolutionized the lives of people with disabilities. And now, today, in 2021, we are on the cusp of a new age. And all three of us that sit before you today are part of a new great advocacy task force to help people with disabilities become more empowered and take control of our own lives. And we've been in existence since 2018. And now with that, I'm gonna kick it off to the wonderful Sherry Cooper who's gonna talk a little bit more about that. Go ahead, Sherry. Thank you, Michael. As Michael Trayer, there is a great advocacy task force in Ohio now. It was established in 2018 by the Ohio Developmental Disability Council and awarded to the Ohio Statewide Independent Living Council. It consists of 14 members around the region. And what it does is bring people with DD to the independent living system. So we want people to understand there's more to life than just doing what you do. You got a right, you got all kinds of rights within the independent living system. And we brought the two together. Uh, today, we have worked on so many projects, but the one I'm most excited about is the survey. We conducted a survey of DD boards to see how many members with DD were on their board. And you would be surprised there's not many members with DD on county boards, which made me say, uh, nothing can be done for us without us. So we should always have a voice on the board. So hopefully it'll get better. The survey was very interesting. We got interesting comments, but at least we got the word out that we want more people with DD on county board. We also just helped the council with their five-year plan by giving our suggestions about what should be in the five-year plan. So the Ohio Task Force on Advocacy is a great group to be in, 
And if you want more information or want to come present at one of your conference groups, check out the Ohio Statewide Independent Living Council website for more information. I am so proud to be on the council with strong advocates and hopefully, I won't say hopefully, we will make a difference for people with disabilities in Ohio. So I'll throw it back to you, Michael. Sherry, that was very well said. And, and thank you so much for that. And, and we also want to make it clear also that we're, we're not, not saying that we want to, that we want to kick everybody out who's been so dedicated to helping us and assisting us over all these years. Um, we're, you know, we're grateful to everything and we know that there are still some things where we'll need assistance, but we believe strongly that it's time for people with disabilities to be able to take more of an active role in our lives and in our services and the things that affect us and, and be more involved at the table in the decision in the decision making process of it all but um and it's it's still very much a a collaborative effort we just we we as the task force feel that it's time for people with disabilities to take more control and more of an active role in the services that affect our lives and nathan was there anything that you wanted to add to that I think I would just underscore, with with respect to what you're saying, allies are, are going to be critical as, you know, the next sort of the post-ADA generation of people with disabilities grows up and, you know, has professional careers. Allies are going to be critical, but we want to give the next generation the tools that they need to live as independently as possible. That was very well said. And I want to thank you, Nathan, and you, Sherry, for being my guest on the show today. You've both been terrific. I cannot thank you enough for your invaluable input and your insight that you've shed on everything with me today. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining us today. And I want to let everyone know that this will be, this will be my last episode as host of DD Talks. It has been wonderful to be with you all. Thank you for allowing me to come into your lives every month and hopefully share some great insights on issues and topics that affect the lives of people with disabilities. It has been my honor to be here and it has been my honor to serve you and I will still be serving um, the advocacy community and in the DD world here in Ohio just in a different role. I am moving I am moving into the role as the chair of DD Council and um, I will and I will still be here and I will still be and I will be doing my work from that position. And and you may even see me on the show again as a guest in future broadcasts and coming soon you will have a, a great exciting new host to take the place. And I know that I know that you'll be you'll be happy with the work that they do, and you'll continue. But again, I want to I want to thank Devika Rao and Brian Allen 
our producers of the show and our, and our grantees that make this great show happen. Thank you everyone for the opportunity. And as always, remember, love each other and be kind and be kind. There's not enough love in this world that goes on and we could all use a little bit more. And remember, we always wanna hear from you. So if there's a question or a comment you wanna to submit to the show or even to me, once I'm not here, I'll still be available through DD Council. And you can always reach us. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We always want to hear from you. Take care of yourself. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.